0: me so i'm going to read it again um so it's starting on um page 66 and how it works and going into page 67 um so it's talking about the uh, as inventory and um starts two-thirds of the way down 66 so we turned back to the list for it held the key to the future we were prepared to look at it from an entirely different angle We began to see that the world and its people really dominated us. In that state, the wrongdoing of others, fancied or real, had power to actually kill. How could we escape? We saw that these resentments must must be mastered. But how? We could not wish them them away any more than alcohol. This was our course. We realised that the people who wronged us were perhaps spiritually sick. Though we did not like their symptoms and the way these disturbed us, They, like ourselves, were sick too. We asked God to help us show them the same tolerance, pity and patience that we would cheerfully grant the sick friend. When a person person offended, we said to ourselves, this is a sick man. How can I be helpful to him? God save me from being angry. Thy will be done. We avoid retaliation or argument. We We wouldn't treat sick people that way if we do we destroy our chance of being helpful we cannot be helpful at up to all people but at least god will show us how to take a kindly and tolerant view of each and every one referring to our list again putting out of our out of our minds the wrongs others had done we resolutely looked for our own mistakes where had we been selfish dishonest self-seeking and frightened Though the situation had not been entirely our fault, we tried to disregard the other person involved entirely. Where were we to blame? The inventory was ours, not the other man's. When we saw our faults, we listed them. We placed them before us in black and white. We admitted our wrongs honestly and were willing to set these matters straight. Um, So, yeah, Uh, with that, I'll pass it over to you, Paul.
1: Well, thanks, Rich. I don't know if we said it or not, but this is not an AA meeting. This is just a a gathering here. uh, Yeah, this is obviously the instructions of the first inventory. After you get to the first two columns or the third column, and then you go back to referring to our list again, putting out our minds the wrong others had done. And... uh, I always recommend Joe and Charlie. If you haven't been introduced to their recordings, they used to uh, go around the world, I think, but I I saw them in Sacramento, California and do a four-day workshop on the big book and their way of describing it really uh, set off a light going on in my head about my role in it all, which is the fourth column. At the first time I did an inventory with a sponsor, I didn't get my role. Yeah, it was just, I was doing it, but I didn't see why, uh, uh, you know, Wendy, I didn't see my role in Wendy leaving me. I just saw Wendy leaving me. And uh, suddenly the light went on when I just listened to these guys speak. So I recommend, and they also have a, I think they still have a website and you can download a a format they use of putting the inventory into the four columns and uh, all of them, the resentment and the fear and the uh, sexual uh, inventory. And then the, the idea of a seeming fifth column when it comes to the sexual inventory. I just recommend them highly. Uh, yeah, so this is talking about after you did like the first two columns, I think, and you're looking at what's going on and you try to take a, a tolerant, loving view to the people who you feel have wronged you or whatever, caused you to have all this difficulty. Why? Why do we have to do that? Well, because the way we're looking at things doesn't work. Every person in a bar t- today is doing the first two columns of the inventory. They know who they're mad at and why, and they're just yapping to a person near them and hoping they're listening to justify how right they are to have this to hate or resent this person. There's no relief there. They just order another beer. Yeah. But this is the fourth column. It brings four columns, and because the way the AA works is you look at your role in things, finally. And then hopefully, over time, while you're looking at your role in things, you'll see a lot of your role in things was self's role in things. Yeah. It's just that simple. And this is the view we're sharing here. After we look at our character defects, we see that they're not ours down the road. Yes, that you and I walk like an alcoholic, talk like an alcoholic, act like an alcoholic, yeah? And if we have alcoholism, we're not alcoholism. If alcoholism has us, we're an us that doesn't have alcoholism, yeah? So this sense of the uh, seeing the activity of the disease of addiction and alcoholism as a foreign pathogen or a parasitical movement is how it worked with me. yeah when I saw a self as foreign to me, a possibility immediately appeared that I could be free from it. yeah, and that led me to having a lot of the expression of relief that they describe on page eighty four that the problem does not exist for you anymore today, and I have I think it's really rooted in recognizing the problem doesn't exist as me. I'm not talk, I'm not, I don't do not call a resentment mine. I do not call mental anxiety mine. I don't call the shit I used to do while loaded which I don't do now mine, I just don't. And it seems to have worked and it's working. So we put it out here because I wasn't hearing it at meetings, tell you the truth. I wasn't hearing what I feel is a clear instruction that is quoted right on page 64 as, okay, this is the theme, this is the inventory, this is the theme of the inventory. What is that theme? Being convinced self manifested in various ways is what has defeated us. All right, that's the theme of the inventory. We are now going to look at self's common manifestations. What may they be? Well, the first paragraph after that is resentment. So if you follow this, the description of those few sentences, resentment is a manifestation of self in our life that has defeated us. Self has defeated us through resentment. How did it defeat us through resentment? By us calling them mine. Yeah. And if you've seen a wild resentment, they don't live that long. But a domesticated one, one that's been claimed by you and me, can live for 60 fucking years. I mean, it feeds off of us. We culture it. We're like a Petri dish where it grows in. Yes? And this is the base. this is the condition of obsession with self. It's like a fucking Petri dish that a lot of shit grows in. Resentments, grievance, thinking you've been wronged. uh, Just anxiety that we think is fear, but it's anxiety because there's no apparent threat right at that moment. That is not the definition of fear. Fear is an emotion that that occurs when there's an apparent threat right now in this moment. And there's a reaction to the body that it gets to a point of either fight or flight. And sometimes adrenaline will be dispersed and rushed in. So it will help you in your fight or your flight. Yeah, that's fear. What most of us are suffering from is mental anxiety. And so thoughts about what's actually not happening override the event of what's happening. And we feel the, it mimics the effects of fear, but it's not fear, it's mental anxiety. Yeah, And what produces the mental anxiety? Faith in the thought system. Faith in that which is playing God. Yeah.
2: So what can one do? Yeah.
1: If you see yourself as self, hmm, you're probably going to be led to drink again, which I've just run into another friend of mine found out it's the same situation. Just He's now on a program, calls me up. I went out. Yeah. After I think this time it's been six or seven years. And you know, you know, there's a huge possibility if you're an alcoholic and you call someone before you drink. There are very few possibilities if you call them after you drink. Yeah. You're probably gonna have to go into a program, you're gonna have to do this, you're gonna have to move out from where you are. The girlfriend doesn't want to see you anymore. You've been fired. Yes, it's just the same old, same old. The world of possibilities is before you drink. Yeah. So, yeah, the inventory is the introductory uh, inventory to see in a, uh, by looking at the common manifestations of self in our lives, how we've been defeated by self recognizing that self isn't us. Self has defeated us, yeah? By us taking ourselves to be self. That's what's happened, yeah? To me, that's the root of the problem. The mental state that we rely on is in the act of being identified as self. So no matter what happens through you, you're the doer of it, yeah? Do you really believe Some of the nights you ended up in jail, you set out to go to jail when you started the evening. Yeah, did I? No, I started doing some shit, consequences occurred and I ended up in jail. The amazing shit was I was so out to lunch, I would get out of jail and do the next, do the same thing and end up in jail again and be incredibly surprised that I was back in jail this is called living a life out to lunch, really. And to me, this is what the head does. It, it, it uses us for transportation, and we're the last one to know that we're fucked usually, which is mind-boggling. Yeah? A stranger can recognize I'm fucked. If they have any, any experience with an addict or an alcohol, one look at me, they would know I was fucked. Well, I'm wondering in the mystical realms of possibility, what's going on? What's the meaning to this? you fucking have active alcoholism and it's a huge elephant in the room and you're not noticing. it. Anyone can see it except us. I have a sad, my nephew that has been going in now for years. And the other day I heard from him, which means that's a good sign. And it was amazing. He was, he, he was in a rehab that he he just came into a rehab that he was in 20 years before. Now you want to tell me that's a large life he's been living for 20 years? That he was in a rehab and then it's just tightened up and he's back in that same place. It's unbelievable. Yeah. The bondage of self is a shared adventure, yeah? And recognizing the commonality of what we suffer from will give us a way of seeing the uniqueness of this aspect of disease. It's talking to us as us. Yeah, you gotta break that relationship or admit you can't, obviously. But at least have an understanding that resentments are not yours, fear is not yours, harms done to others you were compelled to probably do, or you were driven by a hundred forms of something, or it was imposed upon you, or you made decisions based on self that put you in these situations, yeah? Does that sound like an autobiography of you? No, it doesn't. It sounds like something has taken all of us over, and it's so Common when we meet, yeah, that I know how it was for you and you know how it was for me because we weren't uniquely suffering, we were suffering under the same thing a bondage to an idea of self. And so the suffering looks quite similar, yeah. So if I would have heard this, I would have this platform would never have happened, but I was tired of having people going into an inventory with my resentment, my fear and my harms done to others and leaving the inventory with my resentment, my fear and my harms done to others, yeah. There's a possibility you can see they're not yours and maybe if they're not yours, you can actually be free from them, yeah. And so it is, this is how it is in this life. I've been, the problem doesn't exist for me as a new, as a basis. It's not like a a phenomenal, unique experience during, during the day. It's the new basis of my life for years. The problem does not exist as me for years and years now. Yeah. I'm not working out 12 hours a day and then, expecting I'm going to have to work 13 hours a day next week. No, it's been quite disarming. And, you know, like we say, you know, you work the steps, the works, the steps start working you, and then you're living the steps. Yeah, it's that simple. There's a, The recovery progresses and you get to a point where you're in the habit of being sober. Yeah, you're, it's a habit, a very strong habit. Yeah, it's very difficult to break that habit. It is. He got 35 years of a habit of not drinking. That's fucking galvanized steel. I'm afraid. No, you're not. The head is yapping. You're not afraid. I have a great assurance that I'm sober. I'm not afraid I'm going to do something today and fuck it up. I'm not. I don't live like that. Yeah. I rest in the fact that I'm sober. Yeah, and that something is doing for me what I can't do for myself. Now, if it was me keeping myself sober, I probably would have expected anxiety that they may, that may not work, but I do not believe that it's me keeping myself sober. I believe something has done for me what I couldn't do for myself. That's what my basis is, yeah. And I have I have great faith in that something that can do for me what I can't do for myself. Great faith in it. Yeah. So if you haven't done the inventory, do it. Yeah. Do it anyway. And then maybe go back to it and look at, instead of calling the manifestations of self yours, call them self's manifestations, like it says in page 64 and then do a little inventory like that and see which one provokes a a traveling lighter. Yeah. Yeah. I feel, you know, AA was presented in 35, 39, the book came out. I believe there's been another wave of recovery that happened after that the book came out. And that is after you see your role in things, you can see self's role in things. Yeah with the same inventory process that you finally took ownership of what happened, after you do your men's and you're responsible for all that ever happened, then you see something else. You see what I thought was me doing a lot of shit was self doing a lot of shit through me. Yeah, that's been my experience, humbly, yeah? And you're not gonna tell me I did and I chose to do that shit while I was under the influence. It just wasn't. You're not, I don't believe it. It's not my, it's not my experience. It's not the truth that's been revealed. Yeah. So go back. If you take your, take responsibility for whatever happened, make the amends and maybe go back and then look at your role in things. And maybe you'll see self's role in things. Yeah. And if you see self's role in things and self isn't you, you can be free from self's role in your things. Yeah. Yeah. That wave I don't think had had broken on the shore of AA. It took more years to happen, yes? As it says in the, the vision for us, yeah? We know but a little, people are gonna come and add on to it and this higher power is gonna constantly reveal new shit to us, yeah?
2: Yeah,
1: so there you
2: have it, Rich. Thanks, Paul. Um, yeah, if you've got any questions to Paul, please raise your virtual hand. As a question for you, Paul, from, is it Dana? Uh,
0: if you'd like to unmute yourself and probably correct my pronunciation. Dana. Dana.
3: Oh, Dana.
1: Yeah, Dana, yeah.
3: Uh, Paul, I just wanted to say that, that- I repeat this to myself every day, self manifested in various ways is what had defeated us. And it's like, I wanna remember that because when I get into my head, I'm in the wrong place. And um, I I just, when the student is ready, the teacher appears and, and you're in my life. And I love you for that. And I, I, can't imagine i i can't believe i'm here where i am and starting to do what i'm doing because i'm starting to be walking lighter and my head gets louder at times when i'm doing this and um but i just i can't thank you enough i can't thank you enough i have no words to do that
1: well great yeah this is the point yeah Hopefully, uh, this simple understanding can bring you relief. yeah, that's the point, eh? Traveling lighter. yeah
2: what is what is the bondage of self? what is
1: what does it look like? What does playing God look like? Why not get clear about certain things? I mean, quit playing God is the most important statement in the book because the book is a linear presentation and the great principle of the, of the recovery is turning one's will and life over to the care of something other than you. That's preceded by first you got to quit playing God. It doesn't work. What is it that's playing God? And are you doing it? I don't believe you're doing it. I believe the mental state is playing God. Yes. I believe when you wake up in the morning, it starts telling you how the day's going to be before you even get up for the day. That's playing God. When it tells me it's going to suck, nothing's ever going to get better, that's playing God. Yeah. Now, I can't, if I am identified as that and I try to quit playing God, that's playing God ad infinitum. Try to see it work. If I see I'm not that which is playing God, I can quit that. Yes. The head is playing God. You are not playing God. Yeah. You can see the head as other than you, and you can quit playing God. Yeah. If you try to make that which is playing God, quit playing God, it's going to be playing God around that. Yeah. So there you go, this is where I found relief. I did not find relief by trying to rehab self. I found great relief by seeing I'm not that. And then when it appears, I bring it to step six and seven. Yeah, and I I admit I am entirely ready To have this stuff reconfigured or removed or whatever, and I humbly ask that power that has gotten and kept me sober to do it, and I have great faith in that which has gotten me sober because nothing else could or did. Yeah, maybe there was other things could but nothing ever did. Yeah, and so I have great faith in that power. And so when I I drop these things that show up in my life into the recycling bin. I don't wake, wake stay up all night looking for the garbage man and seeing if he's going to come. I don't believe he's going to come. I I just have an assurance that when I wake up, it's gone. And it is, yes? There you go.
2: So here we are sharing it because i was. yeah. How many people have
1: you met in AA, how many alcoholics have you met? And how many people have you met? Most of the people I met in AA, I met alcoholism. Alcoholism called me, alcoholism told me how everything was fucked and it's never gonna get better. Alcoholism said, no, I am unique and this is a very unique problem. It's not like what everything everyone else is being bothered by, so on and so forth. I've met thousands of alcoholisms. I have. And I can I can foretell their future with just two minutes of listening to them. I can tell you're gonna be fucked, bro. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the particulars, but I'm pretty sure you're going to get fucked because there's a giant elephant in the room that you're missing. Yeah. So when you tell me what this is doing and that's doing, all I see is the elephant. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So please relieve us of the bondage of self what's that what's the bondage of self
1: is it an activity or did it happen in 1988 on a, at 2:30 in the afternoon you were you are adhered to self with a strong adhesive and you've been trying to get out of it ever since, or is it an activity that's happening now? Is your faith or is the faith in the mental narrative, isn't that the bonding of self? You're bonded to an idea of you, a story of you, with a past and a seeming, hopefully a future, and we listen to that narrative with great faith because it's presented as being about us. That is the bondage of self. Thoughts have power. Your thoughts can ruin your fucking day. If you're, if you're taking yourself to be the thinker of alcoholic thoughts that you are not thinking They are being produced through alcoholism. If you believe you're the thinker of the alcoholic thoughts, you're going to be defeated by those thoughts. This is the bondage of self. The bondage of self allows self to defeat you through its manifestations. That's what it does. Yeah, You're calling self shit your shit. You're calling alcoholic thoughts, addictive thoughts, your thoughts. You're calling alcoholic a behavior, which is obviously recognizable as your behavior. I spent two years in a program, and all the while I was thinking about my behavior, the people running the program saw me, saw it as alcoholic behavior. And you know who which you know who was correct? They were. Yeah them seeing me as a washed-up alcoholic and addict and never deviating from that view was the best two years of that period of life. Yeah? And I was always upset. They're not recognizing me. No, they were recognizing me perfectly. (laughs) I wasn't recognizing (laughs) <laughs> they treated me just as what I was and what I needed, and I bloomed in that setting, that institutional setting, which I'm not proud of, but I thrived in it, yeah, because I was, on one level, freed from being a bonded to that narrative because they weren't going along with it. They had a system, and they put me in it, and that system... <laughs> didn't look like my way. And I left after two years and I had, and I didn't like them and shit like that, but I had to begrudgingly admit my life looked better with them running it than it ever did with me running it. That's a fucking pretty obvious. uh, (laughs) I mean, if you're missing that boat, I mean, you're drowning. I mean, it was pretty fucking obvious (laughs) that my own self interest is what's sinking me. Yeah. So the, the freedom from the bondage of self is seeing alcohol, alcoholic thoughts as yours. Yes. That's one of the ways you not, you stop calling thoughts yours all day. You call them thoughts. Yeah. You don't call feelings your feelings because they seem to sort of just appear when they appear. You call them feelings. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And you realize you have a what's trying to translate the feelings has no fucking idea what a feeling is. The head says excitement for a trip is anxiety. The head says lust is love. The head, yes, it does. It's insane. It's incredible. It doesn't, it's just like it's (laughs) a specimen comes under. It just puts the same fucking brand on it. The same, okay. Meat, <laughs> meat. <laughs> Just I mean, we're living under its fucking. Don't have you ever had this experience? We always bring it up, but you work all day, you go home, you eat, and right after dinner, the head tells you how your day was. It sucked. Now you were there the whole time. Wouldn't you know it would have it was sucking when it was sucking? Or are you on like a 10 hour delay and you've got to wait for the head to tell you how things were?
2: Doesn't that tell you something?
1: I don't, you know, we're so suspicious in a lot of ways but what really should arouse suspicion goes unlooked at. It's just mind boggling, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I'm anxious about my trip. No, you're fucking excited about your trip. (laughs) I'm anxious. No, you're not. That's called excitement. (laughs) You're going to Hawaii. (laughs) Uh, I don't know what I'm going to do in that clear blue water very no <laughs> it's excitement yes love lust this is what happens with the with the the love affairs of the early times in AA you know what I mean there's a desire and attraction you're thinking it's love and after a few months there's a restraining order on your ass yeah <laughs> Because you think your love for the person's having you park outside their house at two in the morning. That's not love. That's fucking obsession. <laughs> I mean, it's, wouldn't, wouldn't it be good to be able to diagnose what's going on? I don't mean just simple shit, yeah? Hey, Paul, you think something's wrong? that I've broken into my girlfriend's email and I'm checking them out. And yeah, bro, I think so. I think uh, you've realized you can't practice your, these principles in this affair. So maybe limit the affair. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Down the road, maybe. But right now, no, it doesn't seem to be working. <laughs> but I love her. No, I don't think so. I don't think that's love. Can you imagine? It's like having a blind guide up there. Yeah, for you and I to listen to it, we have to act. We have to give up our sight and follow its directions, though it's blind. Yeah, we give up our sight and allow its blindness to lead us. It blows my mind. It does seriously. So hey. Sorry I'm ranting, but we have to paint it in stark things because people won't see a difference. That which is talking to you most of the time is not you. When it's describing its condition, I'm afraid that is not your condition. When it says, I'm never gonna get what I want, that's not you saying it, yeah? Don't you see? If you keep mimicking what it's saying, you're gonna live as if you're that.
2: It gets away with murder. Oh,
1: can you imagine believing you hate yourself? That's fucking incredible. You do not hate you. Something may hate you, You do not hate you. You are not your own worst enemy. No, self may be your own worst enemy. You are not your own worst enemy. There's self-hatred, and it's very well appointed with the word self in it. Yes, there's self-hatred. You do not hate you.
2: (laughs) No fucking way.
1: Can you imagine starting your day with that as the basis? I hate myself, come on. How's how, you know, by one in the afternoon it's gonna look really bad, yeah? Or I'm my own worst enemy. How is that promoting this life, yes? Get clear
2: of what, are you that which is speaking to you all fucking day? Are you?
1: Didn't you get have the experience when you first started going to AA? I did at the meetings. I was, I'd be there and I felt terminally unique. It was incredible. I felt like uh, no one thought like I did. No one felt like I did. No one had done the heinous things that I had done. And then I had my ears, thank God, were open. And I would listen to people share. And they would share about their thoughts and their feelings and what they did. And after a few months, I could only come to two conclusions. How did these people get my thoughts or they're not my thoughts? We're having a shared experience thinking it's a unique phenomenon. We're being driven by the same driver, all of us. And it's, we give it the name self. We have its thoughts, its feelings, and its reactions to life. And the bondage of it is we're calling it my feelings, my thoughts, and my reactions to life. And how funny if our whole story is that we're so unique that you and my reactions look quite similar if you have alcoholism and I have alcoholism, and your thoughts and my thoughts look quite similar, and your what you do and I did looks quite similar, you don't see something to question there. How many you can? How many unique, special? long-lasting, independent, separate things can have the same thoughts and same feelings and same reactions. We must be driven by the same thing. And that thing that has driven us, we call itself in recovery, yes? And
2: it's not us. And in the
1: act of being identified as it, you will feel as if you are an us, but you are really identified as a self.
2: Yeah? And you'll
1: fight for the self. You'll defend the self. You're willing to lose your ass to sell to save your self face. Even after the, the anatomy class in AA, which is, Hey, you gotta be willing to save your ass and save your face. When when I came in, I thought my face was my ass. I was trying to, I was trying to still look fucking cool as a washed out fucking drug addict. It was ridiculous. And people, I had pride. I didn't tweak when I shot coke for seven days, just like you have pride at a job. I had pride in my little fucking addiction world. I had a big face to save, that's insane. My ass was sticking out, dragging across the gravel and I'm thinking I'm looking cool. I needed to have an anatomy class save my fucking ass. Yeah, by admitting I can't, yeah. So I have a distinct sense of self as other. I do not believe it's your amigo I don't believe it's a service animal. It's gonna be, it's gonna help you. I don't think, I think it has a, a parasitical nature like a snake and sooner or later it's gonna bite you. I just do. So I like to see it as other and then I can sought becoming
2: free from it. Yeah, yeah.
1: And we have a platform to share it. So there you go. And you're here to get it. And there you go.
2: And I hope it helps you out. Yeah. Yeah. Ready for another question, Paul? Yeah, sure. Walter's got a question for you. If you want to unmute yourself, Walter. yeah good morning
4: everybody good evening over here you know what it comes to what it okay. comes down to I, I say, uh, good evening uh, paul What it comes down to what i see all the time the, this point about self like i've been sober before you know uh, years i thought and i was really waiting okay one year sober two years sober and then this, uh, I understand it, and then my whole life will change, you know? I went out, I barely survived it, I got back in. Uh, I hope, hopefully, I'm doing the program better. Hopefully, I have have a deeper, deeper understanding. Then I come across all the time the point, okay, for sure, the ideas we have about, about ourselves, that fucks us, for sure. But then I see also the people who are non-addicts. they are non-alcoholics. Maybe they are even in a worse shape, state of being. You know, when I co- come across the the people, uh, the, the psychologists, the psychiatrists, the, the helping people, you know, it seems like they're even in a worse worse shape. You know, addictiveness. This idea about self and helping other people to get out of it. You know, and. Lately, this morning, I had a talk with a Californian dude, old man, 25 years sober. I love the man, uh, known for a long time. And okay, then I have to tell him about, hey, he doesn't get it, you know, that he is not his thoughts. And he's in deep anguish about about it, sitting there on his own. And then I really wonder, hey, am I crazy now or something? am i missing something from uh i don't want to point it out to other people absolutely not mostly i keep silence and i start avoiding people <laughs> i go to a meeting and with a few people hey hello bye you know <laughs> and in general with people you know from, okay <laughs> stay out of the war bye <laughs> And then I have a few. Hopefully, I have peaceful moments on my own. But yeah, what to do? You know? <laughs> yeah, it's even another question. I even even get uh, suspicious uh, about the uh, gurus, from which from people I know they know it, you know. But I start even getting suspicious about them. Death? I'm suspicious Suspicious about my doctor. She's describing again a medicine Well, I think, well, mm, I think I know better.
1: <laughs> well, you know, Walter, on some of those things, uh, wherever you go, whatever you follow, wherever it en- ends up, attempt to be accountable in a certain way. Yeah, so you don't start bitching about, oh, this shoulda, that, you know? Hey, I decided I, I wanna take the medicine. I didn't take the medicine. A lot of times it works. Maybe it doesn't work. Okay, maybe I should have taken the medicine, but I didn't take the medicine. And then you move on. Yes, it's not like, yeah. yeah. And at, then the at other least thing I don't with, bitch anymore. I, I don't bitch with, people the, anymore. The other thing with helping people uh, you know, obviously, when over time in AA, you realize that uh, you're attempting to help someone and keep them from their bottom may be a disservice. So for sure, you start feeling that something that sort of got you sober is, is at play in their life. And your role is just more as a tool to be employed, not the big mover and shaker. And also, you grow into realizing you're not in the outcome business concerning whatever's going on. If I was looking for like like 80% sign of each Zoom square, getting it, getting it, getting it, I'd be like, my stocks are going up. No, no, no. no. It's just, I don't care. The point I'm compelled to share. if it, Whatever happens is, is not my business yeah mm. now I had to go through a lot of dis- disillusionment in a lot of ways yeah, but the, all those disillusionments were just popping conceptual bubbles that probably needed to be popped yeah so uh-huh. yeah you just uh I've been sharing since 1991 in this angle since yeah, I know years of sober I have run into a lot of gratitude and a lot of resistance and a lot of judgment and a lot of this and a lot of that. And uh, to me, it's all the same water you're swimming through, tell you the truth. And you just, you you have a seat assignment and you're fulfilling the seat assignment and (laughs) the numbers I don't care about. I'm just fulfilled by sharing because I was ha- I would have been really happy to hear what I'm sharing when I was younger in AA I would have so
4: oh for sure for sure you know from uh, I had a small talk with my doctor and um, uh, we talked about my alcoholism whatever you know describing uh, describing what kind of medicine I I was uh, you know so it's painful And I popped up from, well, I feel kind of bitter, you know, because she gave me a compliment about staying sober and I went really far and said, well, that's not the problem anymore. But I, I popped up, yeah, I feel kind of bitter, you know, that nobody ever could explain me properly, even not in my earlier life, what the fuck was going on with me, you know? Nobody ever, ever explained me. Probably, probably, people were blown away by my by my intellect or whatever. I don't know. And I've been around, but nobody could make it make it clear to me. But nowadays, you know, therapists are popping up. You know, they're twenty years old. They don't know shit, and they're playing therapists. You know, unbelievable. <laughs> you know,
1: you know, <laughs> you know this whole uh, this whole event. Uh, is probably never going to look like look like the way we would like it to look. But again, that quality of recovery, which is you learn how to fit yourself around circumstances instead of constantly trying to fit circumstances around you. So basically, you come at you come to peace about a lot of your own shortcomings, and they're not. I'm not using the right language and the world's shortcomings it's just the way things are going yeah, yeah. you might as well be at peace while it's going that way it doesn't work so, all the time <laughs> you know it's just it's just uh see it's it's weird to auction off peace uh be uh With the hopes that there'll be a future peace, if all these things that are, aren't fulfilling and don't seem to be working, they should be working other ways. I I wouldn't. Uh, you can have. You can see that view from a peaceful place. It doesn't have to be frustrated Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 for sure. Yeah, yeah.
4: thank you.
1: You, I have been let down. You have been let down. I have let down people. They have let down others. It's just, I mean, this is like we say in our program. We have an incredibly beautiful program, but there are people in it. It's just the way it goes. <laughs> well,
4: so, so after, after all, you know, it's a journey, you know, a journey on peace. And, you know, you're not at at home right away.
1: Yeah, yeah, I mean... Uh, these things you learn in time and observation. It's tough. It's tough to. It's difficult to explain them, but yeah, you have absolutely. certain ways you think things are going to be, and then life sort of corrects those uh, mistaken proportions you were expecting, and you see blue as blue more and red as red. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: And you're not. I'm not. I'm not here to pick a fight about anything really. So, but uh, remember remember, with the alcoholic head, if you dropped an alcoholic in heaven, it would be hell in a day. You know what I mean? It's just (laughs) just the way, that's just (laughs) the way people's heads see things. They, they don't see things really. (laughs) So I don't know. I've come around a lot. I can't really, I, you couldn't, uh, painted as a path of how to get there. It's just life will tend to, uh, you know, blunt the, the sharp edges and gets you more rounded. I feel. I feel yeah. And, uh, yeah. Uh, if I, if I, uh, I always tell Amelia to stop me if I'm, if I announce that I'm walking out the door to save the world. Yeah. I always, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the world doesn't need my help, really. <laughs> let's just do, let's we do had those a small progress. bond I'm involved in, you know, the small little area that I'm living and the people I can affect. Yeah. Just be as, yeah. To be available to be of service. And I think that's a condition that a way of life of recovery will produce, you will be of service. Doing service or no, you'll be of service. And so, yeah, but I understand. I understand everyone who shares and they think they have great news and no one seems to like it and they get mad and it's just the way it goes. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just the way it goes. <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing actually ever changes. Well, uh your take on it does. yeah
4: that changes. but yeah, the, how, the, you the,
1: travel, how you travel through it does. see, maybe you're thinking you're going to travel lighter if the world changes. You don't wait for that anymore.
4: No, no. Absolutely travel lighter
1: no. as the world through the world that it is. Yeah? And mean, if that... it changes, great. if it doesn't, hey, whatever. But you don't allow that to dictate your traveling lighter. No I way. see a
4: lot of people also within the AA. I mean, over here they want to change the world and about the conspiracy and about this and that. And then I always provoke them with uh, with uh, Krishna or Arjuna, you know, who got, who saw the light on the battlefield. You know, I mean, uh, no matter what condition you sh- you should it is possible to feel okay.
1: Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, most of the conditions are manufactured and made up anyway. Yeah, most also of the, true. Yeah. <laughs> true. There's conditions, and then what's reacting to the conditions is the real sick condition, which when, is when I look at my relationships,
4: yeah. I, how the fuck did I manage? You know, they became worse and worse, and more crazy stories and so on. Do I do? Did I do that? Yes.
1: Yes, father, you did do that. That I didn't end up for murder. Unbelievable. Hey, you know, but Walter, if you end on a high note, that will be great. Yeah, die laughing. Yeah. So you're moving towards you're moving towards a higher note. That's great. Yeah, Last. yeah,
4: for sure. For sure.
1: I am.
4: <laughs> That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. So. Thank you, Ma.
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah, nice. How the how the square becomes a circle, you can't really describe. But you're rolling a whole lot better. <laughs> yeah, 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 That's all I can say. You That's, can't describe it, but you've been you're under a process in a way. Like we like to say, you know, just stay on the operating table. Don't get up. Don't play doctor.
0: The process is rounding
1: you into certain conditions that you can't imagine. You don't have the, you're not, it's above our pay scale to yeah, imagine yeah. how much better we can be really. And so yeah. we relinquish all those opinions and shit and all those takes as being the final take and we're, we stayed like an open book for someone else to write more of the ending, so to speak. Yeah. 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 Okay. The surrender is a, is a has a lot of different feelings to it.
4: Actually, uh, actually my life started to, to change finally, you know, to, to get rid of the whole uh, addiction stuff after trying, trying, trying when I surrendered, you know, from, hey, I don't know. I just don't know yes from help me i don't know i don't know what to do anymore and then slowly slowly things started to improve of course still disasters have happened physically but but still you know it's yes and Just i'm grateful for it you know
1: surrender is uh once you've had a free sample you can you can uh, develop surrender into surrendered you can you once you see to futility of your managerial quality it leads to a lot of a fortifying of what you would call surrender to a state of surrender, especially yeah. about certain ideas that were like hornet's nest of mental fucking discomfort and shit you're just done with a lot of shit it's shut yeah. down yeah and, yeah uh, there's a piece in that yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I'm a be- real believer in surrendered. I really am. Yeah. So yeah. If, not, if you have had an event of surrender, build a temple on it, and call it the yeah. the temple the temple of surrendered. Yes. I,
4: I, I, I actually had a few times this divine intervention. You know. Yeah. And from, wow, how is this fucking possible? Although I didn't sleep, I'm half psychopathic, I'm under the influence of alcohol. But I took it totally the wrong way, you know? It was for me a motivation to use
1: more willpower, you know, to clear up. And so and I, t- well, I didn't your head took something. it the wrong way. You yeah, I t- took it the correct way. It's just been an unsuspected resource. Yeah, well,
4: I still went on another other run,
1: you know, you, who two yeah. qu- years, and no, I came back. I but you have never lost what cannot be lost. That's the beauty of it. The value <laughs> system in the head is you can lose what you value so much, but you are the value that can't be lost. The sense yeah. of yeah, okay, beauty. okay. I mean, no, even if really I'm totally
4: drunk, I'm still Buddha.
1: No, it's really true. That sense of being is the value that can't be lost. It can't be measured. It can be shared. It can be expressed. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, it can't be explained. You can't explain how a sharp point becomes a circle, you know, but you can go through it, which is awesome. And it's very, it can be very, very intimate. It's an intimate transformation that you have been an observer of over these years that has brought you maybe to a great point of gratitude and awe, A-W-E, and honor. Oh, well, for sure, for sure. I know, you know. I know something dramatic has changed things in this life. I do. Oh, for
4: sure, you know. for sure. I I, I nowadays I have moments of such a deep peace I never had before in my life, you know? Yeah. Although exotic trips, beautiful love affairs, excitement, uh, whatever, you know, I never could find this piece, you know, sometimes for a few seconds, you know, and now it's just there. Beautiful, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. So in a weird way, when you have that sense, whatever you had, all those opinions you had about should or shouldn't, everything seems to have worked to this point. So there you go. All the failures have had great value. All the successes have had value. Everything has value. Yeah. Inshallah. Hmm? So I'm. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm happy that you spoke out today, Walter. You're a, a lifetime member of Zen Bitchlap, knowing it or not. So. Okay.
4: Right. Thank you. Thank you. Grateful yeah. that you say that it was not stupid.
1: No. No. Yeah. None of no. it's stupid or not. None of it is. You know, how we see things and the way we see things. So how we see things is awareness, that's us. And the way we see things can always be worked out, you know? And there's got some humor and they've got some whatever in there. But that how we see is we're awake, yeah? That's how we see. The way we see is different. It could be self-centered or whatever, but it doesn't matter. The how we see is awakeness or awareness. Yeah, that's the shared condition, the underlying truly shared condition. Yeah, yeah, that will override yep. the mental shared condition of of uh, alcoholism and addiction. Yeah, it will override it. Yeah.
4: It, it overrides madness.
1: It does. You get. You get. Uh, yeah. We're in good hands. That's that's the news of the day. Yeah, yeah. So, anyone else, or we'll take oh, Michael, Stacy.
0: Yeah, that's the one.
1: Hey, Paul. Um, thank you.
2: Um,
3: thank you, Rich, for your hosting
2: today. And I have a I have a question that I got through chat. If I can get that up for you, please. Okay. The question is: So,
1: bondage itself, part of our fallen nature. Are we born
3: with it? We are born with or the natural mental twist within.
1: You're not born with it, obviously. When If you've seen babies, there's no sense of self there until about maybe 18 months or something. Yeah. So the sense of self is developed. Yeah. When the brain gets more developed, then the sense of self gets developed with the brain. So what was the other one? Is it is it your nature? No, it's not your nature. It's the nature yeah, of
2: the our,
3: hmm? our fallen nature,
1: yeah. I, yeah, I, I wouldn't call it a fallen nature. I would say it's a mental nature and we are of a spiritual nature, Let's, if you want to use terminology. No, and what right. was the other one?
2: Uh, part of the mental twist.
1: Well, it's the basis of the mental twist. Uh, yeah. yeah, so the system of, let's say, the mentalness is centered on this idea of self. So the dominant system most of us seem to be straddled by is self centeredness yeah, mm-hmm. to some degree or another. So the system is centered on this idea of self. Now, what's that idea of self? Well, in one vague way, it's the idea of being a long-lasting, independent, separate entity, yeah? So therefore, being that, the thoughts that are happening are private thoughts because I'm an independent, separate entity, yeah? This is the action figure, all right? Then there's the feeling, the sense of self is the feeling of being the doer, the thinker, yeah, the haver, the loser, the seer, the taster, the toucher, the smeller, the hearer. Yeah, even though hearing goes on without a hearer, feeling goes on without a feeler, tasting goes on without a taster. Yeah, doing just happens without a doer. Our, the belief that we're, that our head is centered in is that you are the doer. You are the seer. And so you're more important than the seeing and the doing, yet you're not important at all to the doing and seeing. Doing and seeing happens without a doer or a seer. Doer and seers do not happen without doing and seeing. Yeah, so look at the emphasis. Does your head emphasize the seeing or does it emphasize the seer called Michael? Does your head emphasize the hearing or as the hearer? Obviously. The head emphasizes the hearer at the expense of the hearing. It emphasized the seer at the expense of the seeing. What more do you need? It explains quite a lot. Yeah. So this, the mental nature has a hierarchy. And I believe that hierarchy is off, way off. It has that which comes after the idea of the doer above doing. It has that which comes after seeing above the seeing, the seer. Yeah, this is why we say there's the hearing of the message. And then when you're not getting it, there's the hearer of the message. Yeah. Yes. So there, that's my sense of self. Thank you, Paul. The sense of self is the claiming of what's going on. And to remember and to imagine that claiming, it's pictured as you as a body. So if you go into your memories, you're thought of as a body. You're remembered as a body. When you remember when you were in Hawaii five years ago, you're pictured as a body. Yes, yes. When you're worrying about you in the future, you're pictured as a body. So the memory is a mental activity and that memory system is centered on self. Do you remember a life lived as a body? Yes or no? Yes, check it out. There you go, what do you want? You wanna you want have a, 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 an embroidered explanation? Embroidered it isn't, it's mechanical the mental state has a hierarchy and if you see it not from the mental state you'll see that it's way fucking off it emphasizes certain things at the expense of other things and those other things may actually be the most valuable aspects of your own life yeah check it out when you're remembered when even in dreaming, when you're dreaming, don't you, don't you see a lot of bodies in dreaming? Yeah. But very rarely do you see you your body. You're seeing yeah. everything, but you're implied to be a body. But you see, what you're seeing is seen as bodies and things, yes? Yep. Yeah. That's from the mental condition. You're not dreaming of no thing. It's impossible to dream of no thing as a thing. Yes, we're dreaming of things. We see things. We take ourselves to be a thing. We believe spirit is a thing when it isn't. We're looking for an embodiment of spirit, let's say a savior, but we're missing the spirit of the savior. It's not a thing. These are my opinions, but you're here, you're listening, so I'm giving them to you. Yeah, Yeah. the spiritual condition is not a thing condition you do you getting healthy at at the gym is great physically healthy it's not ensuring your spiritual condition though your spiritual condition doesn't need a lot of maintenance you don't need to lift spiritual weights you just got to lose interest in the mental condition that's all And the mental condition cannot lose interest in the mental condition. So we live a life that produces a loss of interest in the mental condition. And then the unsuspected inner resource, you could call it us, becomes suspected. And maybe we call it spirit, but it's us truly, yeah? And then we see what the head is representing as us, as maybe not us. And maybe a little bit of us in our own life goes a long way to give us relief from the story of self. Instead of losing us in the story of self, you can see the story of self from us. And you may not not subscribe to the next year's, uh, you know, you may cancel your subscription to the story of self. <laughs> you may lose enough interest in it that you much rather be interested in the story of us. Yeah. <laughs> then the reliance on self, when it's not matching us, you see it as unreliable. Yeah? So this mental state becomes unreliable, it actually fails. <laughs> Because it cannot represent spirit. It represents this idea of self. Yeah. There you go. So you start losing it in its representation. And now you have a new boss, a new employer. Yeah. Which is not like the old employer. Yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful transition. Most people would flip out if it happened overnight. So we have this beautiful way of life that allows it to occur. Yeah. That's sometimes people have earthquakes. Sometimes you get really shook up. Sometimes there's the burning bush, but most of the times we call it an educational version. Yeah. In Buddhism, they would call it uh, there's sudden enlightenment. And then whatever, uh, some other kind, you know, just like, slow enlightenment yeah the the same same thing but one apparatus can't handle you know you wouldn't be able to handle shit if it hits you all at once (laughs) you wouldn't you'd probably blow up yeah yeah so oh i want so much more you're not ready to have more the thing that's giving what we need knows the measure of what should be given i believe yeah yeah I do. I think you're in, uh, you have a great, you're under a great tutelage of the higher power. Yeah. You just stay on a need to know basis. Don't start thinking. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. I think that's it for the day.
3: Eh? Yeah. Thank you, Paul. And Paul, by the way, I, I, for, for all those in the meeting, I put um the, the link to the Joe and Charlie workshop on the fourth step specifically in the chat.
1: Oh, that's nice. Yeah. It's been a long time, but that really was a great, that was a big moment of a real upturn in sobriety. I was about a year sober, six months sober so the i think the first one i went and i went for 3 years and then i that was enough yeah but it really uh you know uh you know how people the book is so simple but a lot of times it seems to go over our heads it was really beautiful they described it so it was just man it was just it was great i had a lot of respect for those guys yeah so yeah pass it on uh, the my a lot of people i run into the real dilemma in the recovery is they cannot they're not able to see their role in things yeah they don't see they they're very clear of the surroundings they're in right now but they're not clear of how they got there yeah so my my nephew's very clear of all the Shortcomings of the rehab, but he doesn't realize what brought him there. <laughs> so he's bitching and resenting, but they didn't invite him over. I mean, he, yeah. So this idea of seeing your role in things, and then hopefully after you start seeing your role in things, seeing self's role in things, to me, I believe is the next wave of recovery. Yeah. 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 I do, so. Well, I'll see you. Let me say goodbye to everyone. Thank you, Michael. And uh, thank you, Rich, here and now for uh, running this, running the, uh, the asylum today. Yeah. We got John in Florida. Nice to see you, John, as always. Greg, are you in Minneapolis now or no?
3: I'm uh, north of uh, Sacramento.
1: Oh, you are wow!
3: Yeah, eating a bagel or uh, just
1: ate a bagel. Getting around, bro. Okay.
0: I was yeah. wondering if
1: you was if you were parked right in front of my house. I was thinking. <laughs> yeah. No, not no. doing that shit no more. All right. All right. <laughs> All right. Just checking. All right, uh, man. Mickey. Have a great day. Thank you. Vicky, the matriarch of Madeira. I bow to thee. Yes. Uh, We got uh, Marcus uh, P. Pruma. Hey, nice to see you, Marcus. Nice to meet you. Joseph C., my friend in France. Yes. Rob in Kentucky. The Adventures of Rob in Kentucky. Yeah. Andrew. Nice to see you, Andrew. Sean. Yeah. There's a big canary today you can swallow. There you go. Walter, thank you, bro, for your participation. Gary C., I'm very happy to see you at your own place. Yeah, thank you for all the donations and stuff. Mia, are you in Pismo still? Somewhere, oh great, nice to see you, honey. Al Vegas, I'm gonna have some of your biscotti right now. Yeah, that you made. Vegas, nice to see you. Maria. Dana, I, uh, I think me and Kerry worked out the right book. So he's going to be sending that book, Ramana Maharshi book. Yeah. Alex in the Hudson Valley. Nice to see you, honey. We got Rory. Nice to meet you, Rory. Have you been here before? Uh, yeah, actually, Paul, I listened
4: to you for the last few years on YouTube. And this is my first time at the Zoom
1: but I used to come and see you at at, down in uh, San Francisco years ago. Oh, great. Fantastic. Thank you you for your message. Oh, nice to see you, man. Yeah. Roman M. I'll be seeing you shortly down there. Yeah. Very good. Looking forward to it. Maria Lala. Nice to see Lala
2: Cassandra. Christopher our man
1: in Mammoth, Fletch, Christine and Kona, Jane G, down in Mill Valley area. I like that, little sun as a heart or something. That's cool. Mika Jan, our friend from Finland. I would probably say Mika Jan. I used to have a friend that uh, a guy stayed with me for a while, came from Finland about uh through the message so yeah he was a really nice dude so i like all finnish people now that's how it works okay i don't uh i think we've seen everyone hey thanks michael everyone uh, thank you so much for sharing the space and see you soon yeah thanks paul we'll be there saturday